welcome once again to Ventint Energy's Climate of Change podcast. This is a day in the life where we talk to people from different teams and geographies and find out a little bit about them, what they do, to give you some insight into what it means to be a part of the team here and what happens on a day-to-day basis in Ventient. I'm Sam Ballard, your host for today, and I'm joined by Emmanuel Atiba, resource and layout engineer here. Emmanuel joined Ventient in November 2022, and he's going to tell us about his role in assessing wind resource, mapping our wind farms for optimization and repowering, and his work with STEM education initiatives as well. Okay, Emmanuel, it's good to have you with us. Welcome to Ventint's Climate of Change podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. We've got you here, obviously, for the Day in the Life series. So why don't we start by just explaining what your role here is in Ventin, and you can tell us a little bit about that. Well, thank you. My role in Ventin has got maybe one of the longest titles, resource and layout engineer. And that role doesn't well speak for itself. What I get to do as a resource and layout engineer is look out for Ventin's current portfolio in terms of our wind assets and how we can grow that. In essence, I look out for the sort of maps, constraints, sort of risk involved in building out newer turbines and how we could actually extend our current existing wind farms. And most of my day I spend on mapping exercise such that we can actually have our turbines on geographical sweet spots. So that's what I get to do on my day-to-day role. Okay, that sounds quite cool. That's that's sort of tying in then with things like the repowering projects that we do, right? Exactly. So yeah, extending the wind farm, adding turbines or replacing turbines as well, I guess, in the case of more efficient, larger. Essentially it's growth. Yeah. Yeah. It's looking out for growth in our portfolios. Okay, so how did you get into that then? That sounds yeah. like a fairly specific role. And, and how was your course into this role? My trajectory came off from a background in mechanical engineering, in which uh, I didn't actually see myself coming into the environmental space. However, I was born and bred in Lagos, Nigeria, which didn't have enough of energy access. And I thought that, well, the career that would be well suited for myself in terms of the climate transition and what would be a fairer trade was to bring this background into the field of energy and not just any form of energy, renewable energy in particular. And I started as a project manager in this particular role, whereby I started with looking out for the feasibilities of wind farm sites, whereby you look out areas where they could be located before you start Essentially, when you're looking out for located sites, you're doing the full environmental due diligence, okay. what other specialists might call environmental impact analysis. So I looked out for that. The background actually trimmed off from mechanical engineering, as you would imagine. I've started cutting teeth on the technical aspect like the car designs and um, the civil works needed to bring large equipment into fuel build and construction phase. So no food day is exactly the same. It's all started from my competencies within the university. Okay, yeah, understood. That sounds good. And you talked a little bit then about the interest, developing the interest in clean energy as you were coming through in your early career there. And you describe yourself and your LinkedIn profile as a STEMinist. So I know you do some work, you've done some work here in Ventin as well with with STEM going out to schools and groups outside of the company as well and sort of helping spread the word a little bit there as well. Tell us a little bit about that, how that works. 
well, a Steminist is maybe this woke term for one who is trying to inspire coming generation to look out for fields in science, technology, engineering, and medicine. And without having role models, it might be difficult to be what one hasn't actually seen. Therefore, I've taken this as a passion myself, personally, because I had a university professor passed this torch by a particular phrase, mentioning energy is life while I was in my second year of university. Okay. And I've taken that on with me to say, wow, you don't know how much you could inspire others by the work you do. Therefore, while I've been with friends and even before that, I've taken that time to volunteer to go to schools to shine more light about the profession, what we do, and some interesting things about that, and possibly help for the future with our greener transition, because we need workforce, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're based here in the Vengeance Edinburgh office, which is where we're recording today, for, for those listening. What are the opportunities that you have around here then to, to go out and, and sort of do that work? Well, in terms of the STEM work. In terms of the STEM work. Yeah. Yes, uh, it comes... Well, before the pandemic, it used to be in person mostly, but now it's sort of morphed into the hybridized system where most times it gets to be on from sitting in front of my PC and inspiring some kids to do some poster and some hands-on exercise at the school while I'm a bit in a different space from them. And other times I like being on ground. Take, for example, going to Silverstone Circuit to see what university students are doing with building their race car. I tend to look out for being a judge in that kind of design and build. And exciting one, which is the largest UK gathering of students in terms of science and innovation, Big Bang Fair happening in Birmingham is one of those also I give my time to do to also inspire kids with hands-on exercise. So it's a bit of mix of both. Yeah, that's great. Beyond that as well, you're also an associate member of the Energy Institute, right? How has that helped out in your career? Professional institutions are, are the oil and grease of the profession, I would say, because they're like the platform to which one can demonstrate professional competencies towards other professionals. And being an associate members come with vital benefits. It's given networking opportunities. Taking, for example, I've just been brought on as the South Scotland Young Professionals Committee member. And one of the things we do with that is host um, and organize events. Take, for example, the Coming Women in Engineering Week, which is coming next week, is one of such activities we put out for those around within the branch. And this network has also preferred not just, it's a two-way prong benefit mm -hmm. and mentorship has come off that. And hopefully I'm getting other help with assistance towards my chartered energy engineering application. Oh, it sounds great. Yeah. Now let's take a step back as well then to your, your typical day in the office. You said no two days are really the same. And I guess in your role as well, you're probably interacting with a lot of the other teams in Ventian, right? So give us an example of one of your days. Yeah, did they actually start? An interesting one, obviously, yeah. Yes, an interesting <laughs> one. Not those days where you come week to like maybe 20 emails on red, just between 5 and 9 a.m. when you resume. Essentially... A snippet of the role is because it cuts between two, intersects two departments at Vengeance. 
I would say it's about 40% within the engineering team okay. and 60% within the organic business development team. And to start with the organic development team, what I tend to do is tackle problems essentially with the kind of layouts which we might need to submit a grid application. For example, at other times it might be having to review with the project manager the works that have been done with the EIA scoping exercise and feasibility reports. After that, it could be an option of looking at value at risk projects. If, for example, some lease agreements are needed to be agreed in some of our existing title applications, look at that with the fine content with the line manager, for example, and therefore go back to the drawing board and say, there's a need to actually adjust our option plans and get this registered this time around. On the other end of the spectrum, when I do a bit of CFD modeling for those who aren't mechanical engineers, that would mean computational fluid dynamics. Right. So you actually look out for the wind yield assessments or efficiencies from our turbines by looking out for the wind profiles and that you can get the best utilization from operating our wind farm access institute on ground and on site. And possibly, because we're looking out for repairing, there is also the scope to actually bring up bigger turbines and say, how much of our revenue stream do we have from actually repowering or having life yeah. extension? So essentially, that's why I get to spend my time with all varied. Okay, yeah, it sounds like you have an interesting day, if, if that is a typical day, I guess, yeah. You're also obviously a busy guy because you've got a full day at work doing your wind resource work here and then you have all of these STEM activities that we talked about as well outside of the company. On a personal note, a little bit else about yourself, what else do you get up to in your, in your spare time? Wow, what makes me tick? I am an obese and I feel we all need obese to find wellness and fitness balance. I'm a regular tennis player on the weekend. I'm an audiophile as well, meaning I'm a sound technician by training. I do that on weekends for gospel concert, for example. And beside that, I love outdoor events. One of the things I've started taking on to fully in Scotland is conquering Monroe's regularly. And not just doing that, doing that in style by getting the drone shots. And I feel besides taking some of these hobbies, it might also be good to also feed them with some greater cause, like, for example, I've just done a skydive for sick kids to raise money for Edinburgh Children's Hospital Charity. So just doing what you love to get yourself fit. Yeah, and I agree. We, we all need something to keep us occupied and to get that release when you're out of the office, right? when you're out of work. And, Let's and, yeah, the letting steam yeah. off. Yeah. All right, one final question for you. What advice would you give to anybody who might be looking at developing a career, I guess, in mechanical engineering and in things like resource engineering, which is what you're doing here in Ventin? Yeah, the advice might be to, I would say, look out for having a mentor. It might not be one that is very close to art. You might have someone maybe like a well-known engineer if, for example, if someone who is a female and possibly known some engineers that are in that profession, get out to them, work closely with what you're doing, maybe push their profile on LinkedIn. Besides also having that mentor, I feel there's this 
softer salient part, which is know your values mm -hmm. and why you're actually in that profession. I had this deliberate consciousness that it wouldn't just be any field of energy, but it has to be one that I would be proud. I could tell my kids that I worked on a particular project that is helping the environment more sustainable. So this essential element, back to your values and having a mentor is really good for engineers or other professions coming into this trade. That's great. Well, hopefully this will inspire a few people to, to follow in your footsteps. I hope it does. Emmanuel, it's been great talking to you. Thanks for, thanks for coming along. It's been a pleasure, Sam. Thanks for having me. Well, I think one of the great things about working here is the opportunity you get to both do something worthwhile that you can be proud of, as Emmanuel said earlier, but also to pursue your passions outside of the role as well. And through things like our volunteering and education initiatives, people like Emmanuel can play an important role in encouraging others to follow and develop their own paths into STEM and renewable energies. If you have any questions for Emmanuel, please do get in touch. You can comment on this podcast or find Ventient Energy on LinkedIn or Twitter. And as always, if you've enjoyed today's episode, then please like, subscribe and help us spread the word. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again on Climate of Change. <laughs>